Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sometimes you just got to learn how to just shut up. Just not say nothing. You know, you tell on yourself. That lady was that Miss Ralph was on, you know, on the radio and she was talking about something that happened to her. She didn't name no names. She didn't name no names. Well, it wasn't hard to figure out who she was talking about. However, she didn't name no names. You you it, and if the glove don't fit, you must have quit. All of that. You, you didn't have to provide your name. Judge Joe Bryan you didn't have to provide the a refuting statement. You have to do any of that. I feel As a matter, like- she said she was on a network show 25 years ago. I looked back. I was. I went to her IMDb, and I was trying to. I was like, it could have been Moesha, but she's been on a lot of shows. It could have been any one of those shows. I feel like it's one of those situations where Joe, Judge Joe Brown probably felt like I'm gonna be ahead of the game, and <laughs> no. I'm gonna try to like shut this down before they try to like tarnish my name and blah 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 blah. But it's like Charlie Ralph literally never said your name in the interview. Never said your name. She might have said Judge, but she never said your name. You know, so it's like... Well, I'm going to because they had a defamation. Yeah, and it's just like, so now you look corny and lame. And now people know that it's it's definitely you. Which is crazy because usually, like, victims... Not usually, but there's times where victims don't name their abuser because of the backlash and things that they would have. Mm -hmm. And the fact that she didn't name you still, still, years later, you decide to just name yourself, it's just like, wow. You didn't have to do that. Thank, but actually, thank you for doing that. Thank you. Because thank it shows you. that the kind of fucking person that thank you are. You. And next. the actions that you've done. Yeah, thank, thank you, you fucking next. Next. I will always stand by uh, Cheryl Lee Ralph. Shit, bring care. back Judge Maybelline. Please. Okay. <laughs> Judge Maybelline Ephraim. Please. Okay. I never liked Judge Joe Brown's show in the first place. So. Oh, me neither. He never Fuck seemed that. like he really liked the black Mm-mm. people. Just... I was more of a Judge, Judge Mack. Yeah. That was my guy. <laughs> <laughs> Judge Joe Brown felt like he was too judgy, you know? Like, right. like I need a homie. I don't need no judge for real. No. Like... <laughs> Dad, wait, you remember how, Dad, remember Judge Mills Lane? Remember the first? Remember Judge Mills Lane? Kind of. Remember yeah. he used to be the referee for Celebrity Deathmatch? Yeah. And that's the thing he, he was the first one. Yeah. Wow. Judge that's Judy. wow. That, that unlocked a whole lot of Judge <laughs> hmm, Mills Lane. Wow. I want a good, clean fat. <laughs> oh, my God. You ready? Yep. Let's start the show. I've been, I've been working all night. Now I need to hear you call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Bopping, bopping on the way. How far we take it all the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome back to another episode of the On The Way Podcast, where we give it to you straight. In this space, we won't say anything behind your back that we won't say to your face. We keep you up to date with the latest music, news, and everything related while you are on the way. I'm Khalil. And I'm Sylvie. And this is the On The Way Podcast. You can listen to this podcast on your way down to the couch to open up the Peacock app to watch WrestleMania. This weekend, a two-night event. 
<laughs> Yo. You can listen to this podcast on your way to going to bed on time. Mm, or not. But either way. Mm-mm, you see. Anyway. Mm. This is the On The Way Podcast. Black people sometimes will disappoint you. Black queen. Mm-hmm. Sylvie Jones. How are you doing? I'm feeling great, Khalil. Blessed. Happy to be here. Happy to be in this space alive. Thank you for knowing my lines. Um, happy to be back. Uh, after we took uh, some time off. Oh, um, yeah, you know, but it was needed. You know, got some time to recharge, even though I'm having like a, mm, could ha- I could be having a better week, but it is what it is. I just roll with the punches. Um, still doing a lot of spring cleaning. This week has been um, filled with like a lot of ups and downs. I feel like I'm still spring cleaning, so it's just a lot to work through, but I'm pushing through. Like, I'm not letting anything stop me. Um, but yeah, how are you, Khalil? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I had a tweet this week that Loki went viral. I never got that many buzzes on my phone so much in a row. I said, what the hell is going on here? Mm-hmm. I said something in support of the of the vice president if she's making her trip. And it just got a lot of tweets. So I invited people to come to the show. So anybody new who is listening, welcome. We're glad to have you. Yes, like I said, this is the platform where we give black women their flowers at least once a week in our queen spotlight. We'll get there. But as of now, um, for everything else that's going on, you know, hmm all parties involved we don't know what happened all i can say is just you know keep your hands to yourself man Ooh, grand opening grand close i don't want to say it's closed yet but look women's history month i just want to say really quick for all these american for all the americans out there who are just so quick to talk about how they have the right to wear bare arms and all like that uh quoting the second amendment and it says a well-regulated militia uh and whatnot have the right to bear arms i just want you at all i just want to point you also toward uh article one section eight parts 15 and 16 of the constitution that also says congress has the right to appoint the officers and authority of training the of training the militia according to the discipline prescribed by Congress. So all these people popping up with these militias, unless you're designated by Congress according to the Constitution, you're not supposed to be a militia. Right. Therefore, you don't need to be having these war style weapons. Right. It's ridiculous. It's just sick. It's sick. Like we how much more can we just sit back and watch babies get killed like this? Mm. It makes you not want to have kids. Makes you not want to do a lot. In us. So there's that. And um, the SWV, but on a lighter note, SWV and Escape, this Queens of R&B is getting interesting. Receipts are popping up by the day. I don't even think that we should, you know what? I don't even like us bringing SWV into this. It's not them. It's not them. It's (laughs) not. Leave my Coco and Lee and Taj out of this. Anyways. You ready? Yep. Let's get into the weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. It's the weekly playlist, baby. To keep up with our weekly playlist, follow us on Instagram at On The Way Weekly, where we release it every week. This week we've got On Top of the Covers by T-Pain, The Hurt Book, Homegirl Pack by Alex Vaughn, Since I Have a Lover, by Black, a.k.a. Six Black, and Forgotten Flowers by L.A. For my first project this week, I had On Top of the Covers by T-Pain. He's a singer, songwriter, and producer from Tallahassee, Florida, 
who signed to RCA Records under his own label, Nappy Boy Entertainment. He released his first album back in 2005 with hits such as I'm Sprung, Buy You a Drink, and Bartender. Um, and short and soon after released other hits just like Can't Believe It and many more. He's also featured on hits such as Love featuring Flo Rider and Good Life featuring Kanye West. He had a long run. Um, this is T-Pain's seventh studio album and it's exactly what you think. Um, he covers eight songs by other recording artists with similar production as its originals. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed this album because I've seen T-Pain um, through Tiny Desks and I've seen him do like acoustic performances and I'm like, he can really sing. Like, I feel like the auto-tune was just like that era of auto-tune um, prior to like Jay-Z saying the whole death of auto-tune thing. Um, and then we never, well, that's not true. Then we we heard still heard it. it. We heard even more of it. Kanye did a whole album about and it. And then so. a whole, whole, and that was still to this day. <laughs> it was just like, come on up. It killed it for a minute, but then. It killed it for a hot second. Yeah, and, in and, then, that, and then that Summer Jam performance that like I saw. You, you cut off the head, yeah. you cut off the snake one head, five more appears. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know what that was about. That was a PR stunt. Um, but I always believe that T-Pain can really sing, like, behind all of the thing that enhances his voice. And I feel like other people who have not experienced him really singing can listen to this album and really enjoy it. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed Sam Cooke's, his cover of Sam Cooke's A Change Gonna Come. I feel like only really good singers can cover that song um, to have its own depth, depth, depth. Sorry, and T-Pain does that. Um, he also does Don't Stop Believing," which I feel like is such like a cool 80s song to cover. Um, Tennessee Whiskey was really, really nice, but I really enjoyed his cover of Stay With Me by um, Sam, Sam Smith. His vocals really go to different heights in that song. And it's really, really, really nice. Like, I enjoyed this. I didn't know what I was going to ex expect. Um, I thought that he was probably going to, like, do a remix-ish or, like, make it more T-Pain style. But he kind of stuck close to the original production. And that's what I enjoyed about this. This week for my first project, I had the Hurt Book, the Homegirl Pack, which was like a repackaged deluxe edition of her original project, the Hurt Book, by Alex Vaughn, who's from PG County, Maryland. This is her third project, and some of the producers and writers and contributors on this project were Dark Child, Sean Thomas, Camper, and of course herself. Um, some of the features on here, what a dope album to have these three features on. She had Summer Walker, mm -hmm. Ari Lennox, and Money Long. So I actually got the chance to see her uh, live last week when she opened up for Ari Lennox. Mm. Oh, man. And I didn't know. I knew I was going to the Ari Lennox show, but I didn't know who the openers were going to be. And I had just listened to the album. So it was really cool to go nice. there and see it in person. Um, I already listened to the album. And it was it, it just elevated the whole experience. So Be It was the first song, and it had the remix on it featuring Summer Walker. And that was my first time hearing the song. I loved it. So be it. It's been a hard time adjusting. So be it. It's still letting me know you can't secrets. But if I 
that's what she ended with. I think that's like the best song on the album. Um, the lyricism, the storytelling, the her voice, it's amazing. Um, I love her voice. For some reason, it reminds me of a mix of, she's very, I, I'm taking anything away from her, but what I got from her reminded me of like Little Mo. Mm. But at the same time, I heard all three voices of SWV in her voice. I heard nice. Coco uh, with the range. I heard Taj with the tone at times. And then I heard Lily with the phrasing sometimes. When she sings the chorus of Keep That Energy, I think that that's a really, I hope you can hear what I mean. I feel like I hear Lily and Coco coming together at the same time. Nice. She's really dope. That's a good comparison. Mm, keep, that same en- keep That Energy is a sample of um, Big's One More Chance. And it's got that TikTok sample where I would go. Um, stop hallucinate, hallucinating over lame ass niggas. Lame ass niggas. Yeah. Lame ass niggas with an echo. Niggas, niggas, niggas. <laughs> Delay on it. <laughs> um, there's also Demon Time, which is a perfect combination of, of soulful and, and seductiveness and her voice mixed with Ari Lennox. It was perfect. I was kind of hoping that they would do it together at the show. They didn't because, you know, that would have meant Ari would have had to come out early before she she's mm-hmm. the opener or... I guess there wasn't enough time for Alex to come back out to do it. But just having them in the same place, it was really cool. If You Know You Know was a great feature. If You Know You Know was great, and that featured Money Long, and it had that fourth chord in the progression that was such a Money Long signature. Um, And after that perfect... And she and then Money Long, she came through with her pen with those perfect, savage, in-your-face type lyrics... They be like, she's so wholesome, whole time I'm nasty. <laughs> mm. I love it. Um, and what a great, just what great features to have on your on your project. This is a really good, good, good um, album. It was Alex Vaughn's birthday this last week. I saw she was posting and all like that. Happy birthday. Great album. New fans right here. We support you. That's right. And she got body for days. No, not putting that in there. She's, she, you should have seen what she was wearing at the concert. She wants you to see that body. Mm-hmm. She looked like Miss Incredible. They put that on. An, I don't know if you follow the Neighborhood Talk on the IG. Is that? Mm-hmm. They've made a post about that today. Yep. But she has like that body that from that like the woman from the Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. The one that you can't even see her face, but you see like big hair in her body. And, like, yeah. She has that kind of Incredibles mom yes. body too. Yes. Mm-hmm. And also shout out to Jalen Josie, who was the first opener for the whole concert. Great R&B all around. After that, and then Ari Lennox came on, and she killed it, man. I didn't even know all the songs like that. I listened to her project like once or twice and then re-familiarized myself before I went to the concert. But if you can sing, Ari Lennox is just proof that if you can sing, you can entertain. And I was entertained the whole time, so loved it. For my second project this week, I have Since I Have a Lover by Black who's pronounced Six Black to some people, but it's black. He's a singer, rapper, and songwriter from Baltimore, Maryland. Six Lack, Six Lack as we like to call him, released his first album, Free Black, uh, back in November 2016 with his single Problems. That's when I first discovered him. Love, love, love that song. I still play it to this day. Like, love it down. His second album, East Atlanta Love Letter, was re- released in September of 2018. And that album actually went to, like, number three on the Billboard charts. Like, it was crazy. Now he's back with his third studio album since 2018. Um, This album has production from Kabali, Leon Thomas III, who people don't know. He's from Victorious. And he's also produced a lot of, like, famous things. Um, Simon on the Moon, Olu, and many more. This album also has features from Quinn, um, which is also his girlfriend, 
and Don Tolliver. So I, I have like mixed feelings about this album. I feel like compared to other Six Lack Black albums that I've listened to, his other two, this one has like a different feel to it. Um, I would say it's a little bit more upbeat and happier which is different from what I'm used to from him. And I also saw like an interview where he was saying like his, um, his fans are used to hearing him being very moody and, and talking about heartbreak. But now it's like, he's not really talking about a lot of heartbreak. So it's like a switch and more of like, you know, him being happier in a relationship. So I kind of got the feel from that, from this album. Um, I did enjoy the title tracks, the title track since I have a lover. I feel like that's what I would, Got the whole upbeatish type of like vibe from him. Um, my favorite is of course temporary featuring Don Tolliver because I feel like any feature with Don Tolliver is also great, and I feel like him and Six Lack also balance each other out. Um, and I can say that I also enjoyed In Woodhill Park, but I don't know. This album just didn't really hit for me too much. And I feel like it's probably because I'm used to him being the artist that I got introduced to. And maybe it's going to take me a minute to even like open up some more, which sometimes that happens. You know, I don't feel like he took like a big leap with a different direction with this album, but I feel like it is definitely a different vibe from what fans like me are used to listening to this week i had this week for my second project i had forgotten flowers by la who's from minot north i think this is north dakota nd means north dakota right mm -hmm. yeah north dakota <laughs> don't know i never heard nobody from north dakota this is his sixth i'm serious i never had but this is his sixth project and the features on here were big crit and crush and some of the producers were beats by taz elijah fox and dylan graham this is our second time covering uh la we covered his first we covered his previous project aura three back in 2021 and um you really know that you're in some you're in for some great r&b when the project starts off with some awesome strings. Like before you say anything, the strings are just hit. Um, I really, really love Old Me. I think Old Me is probably my favorite song on this album. You're gonna turn me back to the old me. Is it real? Is it real? Is it real? You're gonna have to show me. You know that we way past homies. You're gonna turn me back to the old me and say, had a striking resemblance though to neo's you got the body when i heard it i was like are these the same but i listened there's there's differences but definitely gave me that kind of vibe i also like gps tell me 
as well as check on me. Uh, it was about he was just being really vulnerable or not vulnerable, just taking a different point of uh, approach from a male point of view. Like, hey, sometimes I need you to check on me. Um, you know, just letting you like letting the girl know, like sometimes I'm always checking on you, but sometimes I just need you to check on me too, which is not something you often hear dudes being open about, which right. is cool. Um, and then easier to hate you featuring Crush. That was a really good duet. You don't really hear too many dudes duetting these days either, and that mm. was really dope too. I think they did it really well. So um, yeah, looking forward to more from brother. Looking forward to more from LA. And that's the thing. Like, R&B is really out here. I hope you guys go listen to our Q1 uh, 2023 playlist streaming on Tidal, Apple, Spotify. R&B is not dead. There's the R&B girls, but then there's also the R&B guys out here, you know? Right. There's L.A.'s. There's the Kenyan Dixons. There's the Eric Bellingers. There's the Vitos. Mm-hmm. There's the the James freaking Fauntleroy's. There's the Rob Milton's. There's the right. Khalil Daniels out right. here, you know? Like, it's not dead. You just have to find it and support it. So please make sure you listen to our playlist. And you you, you ain't going to, st- you're going to rock from the top to the bottom. Amen. This week for our honorable mention, we had the single, Smoke. Featuring Lucky Day by Victoria Monet. And now it's time for Music News. What happened this week, Khalil? This week, Jay-Z was named once again as the richest rapper alive. Mm. We, his net worth exceeded his $2 billion to $2.5 billion. Interesting. Um, even in a year without a tour or an album, uh, he still was able to, he was still able to stack his bundles of money and cash through his deals with uh, Armand de Bra- De Brignac or Champagne, and also um, Duce Cognac. Armand De Brignac or Brignier probably is what this Brignier. They're probably the one that uh, that they own. Uh, Ace of Spades. I think that's the company with Ace of Spades, mm-hmm. along with Rock Nation and his art collection. Um, he was able to do that. It's also believed that the boost in his wealth is partly due to Bacardi taking on the majority stake of the Ducey Cognac deal. Nice. However, he still holds a significant ownership stake with that company. And um, he actually just got out of a legal battle with them to make sure that he could maintain that stake. So Nice. Yeah, you had a nice run, yay. Stop. <laughs> but Jay-Z's back on top. To be the richest rapper and you haven't released your well, own music niggas in a very long time is crazy. Right, right. It's insane. To put in that kind of work for that long, you deserve. Exactly. In other news, uh, this week, a rapper by the name of Kid West recently lost a copyright infringement lawsuit against Donald Glover and his hit, This Is America. Um, Yeah. 
So Kid West made the song Made in America, and he says that there's elements of his song that was used in Donald Glover's, and he made that song in 2016. There's elements of his song that was used in Donald Glover's 2018 hit Made in America, made, uh, This is America, I'm sorry. And there's too many similarities um, into his actual song and production. And he said that, you know, Donald pretty much uh, copied it. Anyways, this was dismissed, and it's uh, it says that the copyright for Made in America um, was not a part of copyright infringe- infringement, and also also Kid West didn't have copy a copyright registration for the composition of his song. Um, so they're not exactly similar. I've seen the video that he's talking about. There is some similarities to it. Um, and I get like you coming out with your own music and your own project and someone else with a bigger name just saying like or having a similar hit and everyone gravitating towards that. And you're like, hey, but that came from me, someone that, you know, a lot of people don't know and feeling like, you know, cheated. I get that. Um, but it I have a friend who I have a friend like that. Yeah. I have a friend who says that a lot of the videos, a couple of videos that we watched by people we know. Um, were, were stolen, but they stole off of her. It's unfortunate, but in the law, they saw that, you know, Donald, it was in Donald's favor, and there was no case here. There was no infringement. So, yeah. I guess congrats to Donald. Or is it? It's, a, it's just an unfortunate, like, tricky situation because... I'm gonna always root for the middle, but for the little, the the underdog in situations like this, um, and it sucks that it's like even if they someone did go on a producer did go on YouTube and find a video and be like, oh, this is nice. I want to take some elements from it. Um, they had no protection over their song. So, on the way, listeners, what are some ways that artists can protect their intellectual property? Tweet us and on the way weekly. Let us know. We're gonna go. And we'll be right black. Just to take it slow. Working all night and now I need a Call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Popping, popping on the way. How far we take it all the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been going all day and now we're back. And it's time to get into the blackness. Don't touch my head. It's just me against the world. Who taught you to hate your family? Here we talk about the world, i.e. black political and social issues, as we see them through our point of view. What happened this week, Khalil? This week it seems that California may be entertaining the possibility of giving black people reparations. Okay. I said maybe. Right. That's why I didn't jump for joy. All this happened so far is that economists have, they've recommended, a, they've done like a research committee. They put some economists together and they did a um, they did an estimate that it would cost California about $800 billion in reparations to compensate black residents who have faced generations of over-policing, housing, discrimination, uh, disproportionate inca- incarceration. This is according to BallerAlert.com. Um and so far, but that, however, it would exceed, 
a California state budget of $300 billion uh, a year. I mean, you think, obviously, if they only have a budget of $300 million, um, of course, you know how many black people you own for how far back? Of course, $800 million. I'm claiming something. I'm leaving here with something. I'm with something. Episode title. There you go. I'm leaving here with something. Because... Um, however, they said that that $800 billion does not include how another $1 million that's recommended for health disparities that have shortened the average life of older black residents. Mm. Um, and then furthermore, it says that the state perpetrated more harms, including taking property unjustly and devaluing black businesses. That makes me think of that family that we spoke about a couple months ago who had that property down by the beach. Yes. And then the state just came and took it from them. Mm -hmm. And now all these years later, gave it back to them. They gave it back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I just, number one, I'm glad to hear this. I think that, I don't know why the idea of reparations for black people in this country is so far fetched. I mean, we have play, we have organizations and, and things like the Human Rights Organization, you know, if there was ever a violation of an ex- I mean, it happens all the time. But if there ever was a violation of human rights, you can't. It's the 200 years, the 200 to 400 years of slavery of black Americans being ripped from their home from our homes, being ripped, stripped of our identities, um, and therefore developing generational traumas, generational mm-hmm. cycles that even to this day, we're not at the same footing as our, as our white, as our, uh, as our, our, our counterparts, uh, white Americans or other races, mm-hmm. you know, we really built this country. So to act like we're not owed Something before we can even talk about before we can talk about ending racism, before we can even talk about that and like you know us forgiving and 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 having the same amount of us being on one accord, us being on one on one accord on one level playing field, make the playing field level, right? Like for real, yeah. You can do it with money. You can do it with programs. You can do it with all of the above. But it's you have to acknowledge that if you if you if this country ever wants to solve their race problem, that's a good place to start, in my opinion. I agree. This week, I wanted to shine a beautiful light on Vice President Kamala Harris. Um, she is now currently well. By the time this episode is probably going to be done, she'll probably be done. She'll probably be um, done with this tour. But she's on a week long trip to the continent of Africa. Um, she made a stop in Ghana. And she had pledged to aid in Ghana's security and economic concerns. She announced one million, a hundred million dollars in assistance for um, the region, and pledged that the United States would be strengthening our partnerships across the continent of Africa. Um, she also says that the administration is requesting another hundred. 39 million from Congress to help Ghana reduce child labor, improve weather forecasting, support local musicians, and defend against disease outbreaks. Um, I feel like this is major. This comes in the um, around the same time that Ghana and other African countries are suffering from um, the effects of like the Russian invasion of Ukraine and higher costs for food and fuel. Um, and this war is just like been dividing like the nations mm-hmm. um so it's time for like the african leaders to like you know who have these concerns to come together and try to come 
uh, and try to find a solution to the issue that's going on right now. Um, there's a concern with security. There's a concern with just a lot that's just happening, you know, and I feel like what it comes also comes down to is humanity mm. and protecting people and just getting to the source of things being calm. Um, shout out to our vice president who is doing her week long tour and having discussions in different countries in Africa um, about these issues that need to be solved. And hopefully we can come to a possible like solution um, in sooner than later, actually. Yeah. I mean, yeah. A, a couple of more things on the vice president. I mean, specifically, I think it's just great to see her out and about number one, because yeah. people are always complaining that they don't see her. And I just want to say, I put this regarding my tweet that I put out. I just, some of the things I said, I was like, you know, y'all have to respect her because America really annoys me with this. We never see the vice president thing as if you ever see the vice president. Uh, and, and meanwhile, she's active on the white house's YouTube channel every day. If you want to see her, she's there. Just subscribe. You can see her. Mm -hmm. Um, but and it really gets on my nerves how it's like people know, especially black people too. I feel like, uh, it's like we know the Malcolm X quote about how black women are the most disrespected and unprotected. And ever since homecoming came out, everybody's always ready to recite it. But when it comes to Kamala, it's like people just throw that out the window. Mm -hmm. It's like these the the Republicans. That's their job. You know, they're assholes. So that's their job to look for reasons to to throw darts at her. But then I feel like it doesn't take long for everybody else, including black people, to jump on board. And it's like, hold up, everybody. Why are you treating her so much differently than you're treating every all the other ones that came before her? Um, and I just think it's great to see her in the motherland with Cheryl Lee Ralph and Idris Elba. Africa's really going through some stuff right now. China's been in there, like, building Wi-Fi and mm -hmm. 5G, and Russia's been in there, like, promising oil. So they're trying to, like, make these alliances with Africa. South Africa itself, from what I read, is almost already about to try to, about to, try to side with Russia and China, and that's a whole other alliance problem that might be starting up that's never been like that before. So yeah, I mean, the rest of the world they really love Kamala. The uh, she's makes she makes all these ambassador trips. Right. She's well received to repair our relationships from what the last president did. We seem like the only ones who can't get on board. I'm just I'm, I'm excited for her and um, to keep following her work because she does do a lot. You just have to pay attention and and, and tap in to see. That's right. We did it, Joe. <laughs> on the way listeners how would you like to see reparations handled in this country be it monetarily or through or through support with other governmental programs tweet us in on the way weekly and let us know we're gonna go and we'll be right back i don't need nobody else oh you got me on the way yearning for your loving baby i need that every day because you know this ain't made for for nobody but you It's a wrap. It's time to get out of here, but not before we leave you with some encouragement. Once again, you can find our quotes on our Twitter every Monday for some motivation. This week, our quote says. I'd rather regret the risks that didn't work out than the chances I didn't take at all. So I got this quote from Simone Biles and I 
felt this on a personal level because I was thinking about taking a specific risk that might be out of my comfort zone. But, um, and I was like contemplating it, like going back and forth in my head, like, should I, should I, you know, I'm, I don't know if it's just because me and me being a Libra, I'm very indecisive a lot of times. And it takes me a while to make a decision unless I'm like a hundred percent down for it. But I thought about when I was like choosing this quote, I thought about like, yeah, I don't want time to pass and it'd be like five, 10, 20 years from now. And I'm like, damn, I should have did X, Y, and Z. Like the time is now. Tomorrow is not promised. And I should just go for it. You know, so I felt inspired by that. Amen. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree. Um, I would just tack on to that. <clears throat> Everything that you said, but also being specific about the things that you want to go after. So like, you know, the older you get, I think it, your vision becomes clearer or sharper. So you're not just chasing everything. Not you. I'm saying right. me as well, anybody. So we're not just chasing everything or every everything that we think sparks our passion or, or it, it, it's not so much so much of life is trying to figure out what your purpose or your passion is mm-hmm. or what your drives. And um, I'm looking what I enjoy about getting older is having that, you know, just clear up and the, and the vision get sharper and sharper to know exactly what to go focus on and then go do it. Right. Go do it and push your all into it. And if it doesn't work out, it don't work out. But at least you tried. At least you made that chance. Because time will not always be on your side. There will be a time when, when you'll have more days behind you than you do in front of you. And you don't want to look back and wish about, you know, wish that you did such. You also don't want to look back and think that you wasted your time. But you don't want to look back and I don't want to look back and regret things I didn't do. Right. Exactly. Well, if you're looking for me, you can find me on the Instagram and the Twitter at K-A-H-L-I-L-X-D-A-N-I-E-L and on the Facebook at Facebook.com slash KXD Music. You can find all my music streaming on the Apple, the Tidal, and the Spotify or anywhere that you download and stream music. And you can find everything else on my website at KhalilDaniel.com. And if you're looking for me, you can find me on Twitter at Sylvie Jones, S-Y-L-V-E-E-J-O-N-E-S. My fitness advice to any and everyone is find a new physical activity. Um, I was talking to one of my best friends and we're taking up something different um, for this spring and summer. So I encourage everyone else to get out there, try something new um, safely, of course. And yeah, just do something new to move your body and to stay active. And for everything else you heard this week, you can find us on our websites at mochapodcastsnetwork.com slash on the way and instinctent.com slash on the way. And if you love what you hear, please make sure to like, subscribe, and share an episode or the whole podcast with a friend or two. We're streaming on all platforms that are streaming podcasts, such as Apple, Deezer, Spotify, iHeartRadio, you name it, we're there. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hope you are doing your Renaissance concert countdown because it's coming. We'll see you next week. Bye. Yeah, yeah. We stress, we grind one time, three times, two time, me time, we time, we roll, three time, rewind, late night, be mine. Yeah, and you know that's for sure. I clear the schedule so you know that's a go. Okay, we stress, we grind. Time, three times, two times, me time.